Welcome, welcome, sisters. My name is Michelle Nana, and I am the one that is hosting and organizing this course and this network. And for those who may or may not know, um, I'm pretty much putting this together as a culmination of all of my academic and professional background experiences. Um, I was in the Army for four years active duty, and afterwards I did two years in the Air Force Reserves. I did serve as a lead legal researcher for Legal Aid Society in the appellate division in Brooklyn. And after I got tired of that, I went on to do a master's in IS at NJIT in New Jersey. So pretty much I'm bringing together my military experience, my legal experience, and my IS information systems experience to, you know, my sisters because it goes without saying that black women um, are more likely to experience a form of violence um, from within or outside of the community in their lifetime. Um, and while we cannot be 100% sure that we prevent every type of violence, we can do a lot of things to thwart a lot of attempts and attacks on our persons, on our psyches, and things like that. So this is why I'm putting this course together, because there's a lot of things that sisters can do, sisters can know, you know, to kind of... um improve their chances of getting out of a dangerous situation with their life and their limb. So for those who don't know, um, you know, I was born in the Caribbean in St. Lucia. I grew up in New York and I currently live in New Jersey with my husband and my toddler son. So we'll get started, um, you know, with this. So before we actually get into the course material, I wanted to just cover why, um, you know, we're putting so much effort and energy into forming regional chapters and organizing meetups around that. And that is for the purposes of having sisters who are in the same area, the same city, nearby city, nearby states become familiar with each other. We're not trying to force a friendship or force a sisterhood. We hope that it can happen organically. Um, but you at least need to be comrades. You know, that means that a comrade is somebody that is on the same side of a war with you. Okay, so I don't know who else needs to band with black women more than black women. So get to know your sister, meet up, um, you know, little by little, meeting by meeting, you'll become familiar with each other, you get used to each other. And I can tell you from a psychological perspective, we all say, yeah, we're family with sisters, but there's nothing like feeling like, oh, somebody's messing with my friend. I need to go check on my friend. I need to check on my sister. To actually get to know someone, feel like you have a kinship or a relationship with them, you're more likely to act. You're more likely to work in their interests and to want to protect each other. So this is why we're having um, these meetups. The second reason is because eventually we have to get out to the shooting ranges in numbers. And the reason that I say that is because... Um, how you become a good shooter is something called muscle memory. Most of you may know that or may not know that, but after you've mastered the technique, and we're going to go into all of that in theory, when you have figured out how to zero your weapon, how to shoot your weapon, how to reload your weapon, you become an excellent shooter through muscle memory. And muscle memory happens through practice. The more you go to the range, the more you shoot. It becomes second nature to you. It becomes like driving or riding a bike or something like that. And so the way that you might call up your girlfriend to go get your nails done or to go out to eat or to do your hair, whatever it is that you like to do, we need to be calling up each other to go to shoot to, to go to the shooting range. And I know for a fact, and I know firsthand, 
that some of these shooting ranges have very hostile environments. Sometimes you might run into the redneck crew and you want to be there in numbers. You're not going there to start anything or be the aggressor or anything like that. But when people see that you have a crew with you, they're less likely to mess with you. So it's also about not just, you know, making it a hobby and making it a habit, but just having a group of sisters to go out to these ranges with. So this is why um, the regional chapters are so important and why we're organizing on the regional level as well. So I wanted to explain that to everyone. Peace, sisters. So welcome to the first module and the first topic of discussion that we'll be having in this course. Before we get started, I forgot to mention one thing, um, and I just want everybody to just be kind and be respectful to your sisters in this environment. A lot of Black women do not join organizations because of negative experiences with other Black women, um, you know, mean girls and cliquishness and all of that. And we're not going to do that here. And it's not going to be allowed here. Um, there's enough that we go through out on the outside world. So, you know, just be kind and be respectful um, to your sisters. We're just here to learn. We're here to develop ourselves and we're here to have a good time. So I just wanted to just stress that. Um so the topic that we're going to start with is a very important topic in defense and in self-defense. And it's called, um, you know, being a soft target versus a hard target. It's a principle that's used in the military. It's used when it comes to structures. It's used when it comes to people. Um, basically, the difference between a hard target and a soft target is what is the likelihood of you becoming a victim based on how you conduct yourself. A soft target is somebody who, because of their actions or lack of pr protective measures, they're more likely to be, um, you know, be at a risk or be a victim. A hard target is the opposite. It's somebody who takes a lot of action, who takes, pr um, you know, protective measures, and they're able to minimize. You're not able to completely eliminate, but you're able to minimize the risk of you being an attractive target to a predator. Keep in mind that predators are called predators for a reason. And I know this from the legal system um, that even if it takes them 10 seconds, before somebody breaks and enters into your home, before somebody robs you on the street, before somebody attacks you on the street, they case you. They make an assessment of how successful their chances of this attack may be. Like I said, it might take 10 seconds or it might be somebody driving around your house doing it, but they do make these assessments. It's very, very unlikely that a robber is going to pick out of a crowd in an open carry state somebody that has an AR-15 on, you know, on their back. This is not the person that they're going to go for. So this is why we're talking about soft targets versus hard targets. We're going to get more into detail on that on the cheat sheet. So what I would like everybody to do is to just read through the cheat sheet to fully get the concept, go through the checklist. Think about how you operate on a day-to-day -day basis, how you move around, how you have your house set up, how predictable your movements are. These are all of the things that can literally minimize your risk of being a victim and a target. So go through that and we're going to have a discussion to follow up on where you ranked and how you view yourself from 1 to 10, 1 being a soft target, 10 being a hard target or the hardest target, 
and what measures you plan to take to improve on that. So we're going to get started with the discussion after everybody reads through the cheat sheet um, and move on from there. Thank you.